Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money. I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and we have our expert real estate agent out there, Mr. Jonathan Ola, with us. And we're talking about the purchase and the sale of a property and some of these things that we need to be considerate of. So when we were talking about this, you had some very interesting topics to bring up about knowing the difference between the two. Well, I think being educated up front, where a buyer and a seller just want to get out there and do their thing. So meeting with me and meeting with you, sure. you know, we'll come together and we'll create a, a plan. Because mm -hmm. uh, the most most people know, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy something or I'm just going right. to sell my property. Well, that means you're not doing anything after the transaction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But where it gets complicated is if somebody is buying a property, say they're buying a property, okay. and they're the seller here mm -hmm. is selling their property. Mm -hmm. Well, what if the seller has to find a replacement property? Okay. Okay. So, so that, what do they call that, Jonathan? Well, it's called contingent. So okay. you're doing contingent offers. So there's different scenarios that um, can happen. Usually before that would go, if we met and we knew that your property was going to be contingent to mm -hmm. sell in order for you to buy, we would explore, hey, can I take money out of my property before I put it on the market hmm. and do like a cash out refi or get a HELOC sure. so then you have a bridge loan. We'll talk about that maybe in a different segment. Okay. That's called the easy button. The easy button. So if you have that opportunity, you have enough equity in your home and you want the easy button, that's usually the way to do it. But okay. most people might not be in that situation. So if you're buying a property, let's see, you know, buyer A and they're, 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 here's the seller. Okay. So if this person has to go find another property, this buyer is going to be making an offer on a property that is contingent on the seller finding a property. So you get into an escrow, you give them uh, you know, your offers in there, they accept it. Well, these people are going to go out shopping for a home mm -hmm. while you're doing your inspections, right. you're well, getting your appraisals. In, right? mm -hmm. And so that buyer is actually spending $500 for an inspection, they're paying $500 for the appraisal. So they're in a good $1,000 mm -hmm. not knowing that these people have a contingent, that it's contingent on them finding property. Okay. So in all the negotiations, if I'm representing the buyer, well, we're going to say, hey, maybe we're not going to pay you full price, mm -hmm. but we'll wait around, oh, maybe an extra 15 days to go find that property, knowing that you're still going to have to, you know, pony up some money. But maybe instead of paying 500, you pay 475 and the seller says, okay, great. Because most people want to move into a home right in away. 30 days. And doesn't this happen a lot? I mean, where really the seller has to buy something else if it's their primary residence? Yeah, un unless they're moving out of state. I mean, okay. if they're moving out of state and typically, you know, they might rent with family. And though that's really what we would do with a consultation is saying, do you have the money? If you have family that you can go move in with for 30 days, mm -hmm. then that makes you a stronger seller. So you can you can say, hey buyer, you know what? We're gonna go live with my family, you know, for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you can secure a higher price typically because you can close in 30 days. Sure. So, but what you're saying is if it's contingent on you really finding property, uh, you know, another property, then me as a buyer's agent, I'm gonna say, mm, I'm gonna dig away and say, hey, I'm gonna get it for less but we're willing to wait. So it's a price that, that can, you can have to Can we fast pay. forward to a, a story that we have together where you were helping me sell a family property? It wasn't me specifically, it was my father, yeah. but the buyer had the contingency. 
Yes. So they were trying to they sell their home. Property. And that's always something that comes up, I think, when you're trying to sell your property yeah. and someone wants to put an offer in and, oh my gosh, it's contingent. Do, yeah. we, do I take this one? Yeah. So, so that's, a, so that's another anxiety it, thing too, right? Then it's the flip-flop. So if right. this person wants to go buy a property, but over here they have to sell their property. Mm -hmm. So first you have to put it on the market yeah. and then you have to wait for that buyer so do you as the buyer go shopping or do you wait until you have a buyer in place? Because once you have a buyer in place, now you're going to have to go shopping and shop fast. Yeah. So, so with that contingency, what you're doing, it's kind of like putting up dominoes mm -hmm. where if one falls good, yeah. then they all fall good. Sure. But if one falls bad, and let's say this person selling their home, that buyer walked away after 15 days and you put in an offer on another house, mm -hmm. what a domino then effect. it's exponential. Yes. So if, so if I'm working with a client, typically I say, we've talked about flying the airplane, yes. right? Yes, so if your process. Yeah, if the Smiths are selling their property in order to buy this property, then I would say, you work with me to sell this property mm -hmm. and work with me to buy this property because that agent over there needs to know that they have a pilot that's flying both flights. Mm -hmm rather than agent A and agent B. So it's a smoother ride because you know everything that's going on. Otherwise, if I'm representing this and not that, I'm having to communicate with this person over here. Maybe they don't give me information and then all of a sudden everything falls and right. you know crashes and burns and you're done. So there's always gonna be an investment. So, so that's why we do the consultation ahead of time to find out, can we find some money somewhere? Does a family member have uh, gift money that we mm -hmm. can do that can make that of course we always try to do the easy button but you know people that go out there and say oh I'm gonna list my property I'm gonna go buy property but they don't know that what what the pitfalls can be right. we'll call it turbulence it's not pitfalls it's just what the business is sure and in all your years of experience how forthright is maybe a purchaser coming to you or a seller coming to you that they're saying this is a contingent situation you know, how often does that happen? Because aren't you supposed to have full disclosure right when you're going through the process? Well, typically, you know ahead of time because yeah. in the offer, if a buyer is presenting an offer mm -hmm. to me and it's contingent, there's a form they mark. It's called contingency of purchase, okay. saying I'm going to sell my house. And then there's a box on that thing that's sure. saying either you're in the MLS you're listed, you're not listed. So if I'm representing the seller and the buyer's coming in, I'm gonna look, how viable is this person? Mm -hmm. So what I do on behalf of the sellers is, I'm gonna go to that house, I'm gonna research, and if they have it priced at 800,000, mm -hmm. but the market's 600,000, why would we be right. accepting this offer? Yeah. Well, most agents are like, I got an offer, I'm just gonna I'm take gonna it take and sign it, it and sure, get it. Sure. Because I'm, you, you know, need to you, ask the questions, you, yeah. You gotta ask the questions, and, and, and maybe they're offering you the price that you want, mm -hmm. but you need to know, are you gonna close, and is this person gonna close over here? Because you're gonna be held up for 21 to 30 days, mm -hmm. and when you're off the market that long, and it's it falls hard. through, yeah. then other agents are gonna say, what happened? Sure. You know, and even though I have you a tell family that, member going through that right now, yeah. and it's an estate where it takes an attorney to help you, yeah. you know, transact those business sales. So uh, I think they're going on six months right now, and their second or third buyer, mm. and it's like, wow, how exciting is that? Yeah. But sometimes I think too, from like the um, the seller's perspective, 
is if they do have a contingency and they're trying to go and purchase another property and then all of a sudden they come back to these buyers and say, I need a little extra time, mm -hmm. but if you do it up front, I can understand that's probably a little bit better because then maybe you can say, I want to rent back for 15 days. Correct. Uh, but yes, your buyer needs yeah. to move. You know, they're well, trying to negotiate where they're at. What's and that's exactly true, but what people don't realize is negotiating goes on past the day you sign the agreement. Sure. So it is going through the inspection. Mm -hmm. Something may come up and you say, hey, can we have some time? Yes. And you say, well, great, but why don't you, buyer, release $5,000 right. of your good faith deposit in lieu of you know us keeping the market on, or the house on the market okay. a little bit longer for you, mm -hmm. or give us a rent back, or they lower the price, $5,000 saying, mm. you know what? It, it really all depends on what's important to that client. And when you ask those probing questions at the beginning, I'm able to go back to that client, the seller, and saying, uh, you know, you may be getting $5,000 less, but you know what? You're going to close and your sure. daughter's going to be able to go to school in September. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if not, she's not going to be in the school district. Right. So you have to bring that back to that. Is it worth $5,000 well, or worth $10,000? And 10, that buying and selling a property is an emotional you know, journey. It is. And you've dealt with a lot of that yes. with people. And, and with a contingent offer, you're talking yes. about riding two or three roller coasters that you have no sure. control of. And we're in the land of California yeah. where everybody wants to close their, you know, their purchase or their sale or their refinance in 12 days, 21 days. Yeah. I mean, and it's so hard to kind of cover all those bases. And if you think you're pre-approved, but you're really not gone through the qualification yeah. process for the loan, uh, you might not be able to get it. Yeah. And in, in those deals as well as if they extend their time mm -hmm. frames and your loan is locked in at 45 days mm -hmm. and it goes to 60 or something like that, then your loan terms change. So the contract terms change. So oh things need to be done because they're going to go back to their lender and say, yeah. what happened to that 3.75? Yeah. Well, it's now 4.25. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I didn't do my homework to qualify that buyer and their lender because we'll call the lenders and say tell me about your client tell us what their debt to earnings ratio are because if it's really tight then there's a likelihood that they could fall through if the percentage changed so what are some of your best practices to make sure that someone's really truly qualified and approved not pre-approved but really approved well, before you're going into that purchase situation well one I always look at how well the, you know, it's also the agent that's representing yeah. the buyer, but I will look at that contract and see how detailed they are. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are agents out there that won't put the seller's name in the contract. They don't put my name in wow. there. They don't research. They, they'll, they'll put seller of record, hmm. literally. They, okay. I mean, they can go to the so tax no details, records. There's yeah. no details. And if that's the case, I call it sloppy. Okay. And so that's going to set up precedence for the inspections and, you know, me having to now fly that person's airplane. Yeah. You know, they're, Both they're, of them, right? Their thing through so they don't there. hit so, in the air. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's one thing, you know, we're going to call the lender. We're going to find out, you know, who are these people? How do you know them? Um, you know, that kind of thing. So you're really looking at the contract, how well it's written, of course, the terms and things and, mm -hmm. and how best. Because yeah. if we need to negotiate, then we'll negotiate, you know, with the counter. So for our best practices for people when they're going through this process oh. in their mind, they're thinking about selling, they're thinking about buying, what would you kind of summarize for people to think about and consider before they're actually involved in a contract? What would your maybe five steps be for that? Five. <laughs> or okay. six, however many. Meet with me, meet okay. with you, meet with us uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, to really find out if, if you can do it without doing the contingent thing. That would be right. the important thing. And if it is, 
I like people to have choices because they may say, yeah, I just don't feel comfortable pulling $200,000 out of my house. Okay, well then this is what the scenario is gonna look like. Okay. So if you're buying a property and you have to sell yours first, you're gonna, you're gonna know the story. And I have plenty of clients that do that. And it works mm -hmm. as long as you are explaining to them because there's enough stress up front. Right. But, but you gotta jump through a few extra hoops. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. It's different than just signing documents. You Correct. Know? There's, that, there's that journey that, especially when you're purchasing mm -hmm. a home, how, oh my gosh, they need this other document. Or, oh, you, know, you need yeah. to know about this you know, flood report or title report. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're working with Fire one of our zone. clients right now, oh. and, and uh, years ago there was something before they purchased that there's an unknown tax that didn't get paid, but the seller wants to sell, and yeah. what's he going to have to do? We, you got to know that stuff. You know, yeah. you got to you got to kind of check all your eyes you know. uh, and, and things sneak T's, up, yeah. and you just have to be aware. You can't. I mean, a lot of times agents who have egos, uh, and that's where you're also balancing not only your clients, but mm -hmm. You're managing those other agents' yes. egos, and yes. and unfortunately, out there, these people, uh, there's some people out there that will, you know, their ego just goes in there, and they start mm. jumping in, and you're like, this isn't about us. Yeah, you know, getting a deal done. I actually had an agent say, you're involved in the, you know, you are a part of this transaction, sure. and I had to say, I'm not part of this transaction. Mm -hmm. All we are is a vessel to, you know, move information and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, more the clients, but. You know, unfortunately, it happens, and sure. you, know, you just any kind of warnings on. you want to you want to leave this conversation with. Uh, I would just say, you know, just knowing that the journey needs to, you know, that it sometimes there's no issues. You know, it really depends on how much homework you do ahead of time, and that's sure. the thing. Do the homework up front. Mm -hmm. Don't just jump in right away. I mean, sit down, know what it's going to be. Maybe start looking at properties that you're really interested in, mm -hmm. but don't commit to anything at that point, you know, unless you're going to pay the price. Right, right. You know? But because you're basically, what is it, window shopping. Mm -hmm. So you're getting your house ready. You're sure. doing everything that you need to do. And once you're ready, then this is my job. I'll mm -hmm. take it from here. We do the marketing. We get it out there. And who knows, maybe we find a buyer for this property before it even hits the market. Mm -hmm. And so that's the best situation. Then that's you can ideal. freely move around and buy something. Sure. Because what happens is when you get into escrow, sometimes the, buyer, the sellers freak out because they're the buyers mm -hmm. now. And they're like, Ooh, now I got to now I have to find a property, but mm -hmm. I don't like what's out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to have maybe three or four or five choices out there, hoping that those will still be there when you're yes. ready to go. Well, I'm hoping. so glad you've so. been here again oh, uh, this month, and we this love month. having you as a regular on the show thank just you. because it's such a pleasure to hear your knowledge and education. And what I'm kind of getting out of the show too is education and communication. So communicate what your concerns are. These are big purchases that are in your lives, might be the largest you know, mm -hmm. purchase that you might be making. Uh, do your homework, but do your homework with that right professional. And sometimes you need that financial tune-up just to make sure that financially, number one, I can afford this, or mm, I need to leverage some things here just to get me through it. Sometimes uh, uh, you know, just the topic of having a contingent offer, uh, sometimes that scares people, but that might be the best offer based on who you're talking to. And if you have a great team on board, then basically that team can help you navigate through it. Um, Sometimes it's something that you don't even want to consider. So get all those you know, nuts and bolts all designed and, 
and uh, get yourself educated about it. So with Ways to Love Your Money, this is a money show. We're talking about this. These are some of the biggest purchases you're going to make in your life. Uh, but at the same time, you want it to be the most efficient and effective purchase in your life as well. And it doesn't just necessarily uh, bog you down. You want to make sure that uh, you got, you've got a great person on your team or a great team on the whole team yeah. that can help you navigate through something that might be as uh, stressful as going through a home purchase or a home sale. Uh, those aren't the easiest things that we go through in our lifetime. It does kind of raise the blood pressure a little bit. So take care of yourself on that journey too. Don't forget about yourself. Uh, stay tuned next week. We'll have another show for you to listen to and watch. The information provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.